0: I have a couple of things over here because you all know me. I can't do this. I'm a visual person. I have to see it and I get it when I see it. So um, what we're going to talk about today is release, all right? And I promise we're, well, I'm, I'm not going to promise that because I might. So now is the time to release. So what what is release? Let it go. So. There's our title, Rosemary. Release, let it go. Or let it go, release. Whatever way you think it sounds better. So God has a big part to play in our lives, right? I mean, he, he should have a big part to play in our lives. I can't imagine going anywhere without God. I cannot imagine it. I cannot imagine what life would be like to not know our Savior. It just is amazing. God has a big part to play in our life, but we have a part to play as well. We want God to supersede us to do the miracle, right? We want God to supersede us to do any miracle in our life But he is saying, I have to have you be a part of what I'm going to do in your life. We have to be there. We have to show up. Show up, what am I talking about? I'm talking about showing up to God. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about showing up to church. Yes, we like it when you all show up to church. It brings this family together. It's a community, and we're just glad to all be here. Okay, now, if anybody's taking notes, if you're going to write anything down today, write down the words stop holding. All right? That's, take nothing else out of this, take out stop holding. Okay, I need everybody to say a word because I'm going to make this a participation day, right? I need everybody to participate. So the word to say today is release. Release. All right, we're going to release. What do we have to release? That's the question. We have attitudes. No, I'm not not calling anybody out. I'm not going to say, Floyd, you got an attitude, you need to release it. (laughs) I don't want to. That's what he says, I don't want to. We have anger we need to release. You have people in your life, some of you, maybe, you know what, we're talking out there as well, so hopefully somebody out there has... Not hopefully they have, but everybody, okay, every one of us have somebody in our life that has hurt us that we need to release. I was at Monketown Grade School, schools like this, playground over here, classes. I was in first grade because that's the side that we went out. There was a baseball field over here, and we got to go around the building, And I was invited to my friend Debbie's birthday party. I was so excited. She was my best friend in first grade. Don't trust that. She got mad at me the day, the Friday before her birthday party on Saturday and uninvited me and said, I'm uninviting you to my birthday party because you're not my friend anymore. Girls are mean. Girls can be mean. Amen. <laughs> you know what? First grade, how old are you? Six? Seven? Six years old? Seven years old in first grade? That was fifty-three years ago. And Dean, I'll bring it up every now and then. And I'll say, Well, what are you gonna do? And invite me? He says, You really gotta let that go. <laughs> you have it's been fifty-three years. You have got to let it go. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't put my hands back there. All right. So y'all have somebody. Was it a a, a basketball coach to sit you on the bench even though you were the best player in your mind? You were the next Michael Jordan? I had Debbie. She, not my sister Debbie, my best friend in first grade, Debbie, that uninvited me to my birthday party. And I had to learn how to let that go. I really did. I'm serious. I had to consciously make that decision to let it go because it really did affect me. It affected me with rejection all of my life. All of my life because of her. If she was here now, I'd smack her. No. (laughs) I I need to let that go, don't I? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to study this again tonight when I get home so I can let it go. (laughs) Our plans without his presence is a problem our plans without his presence is a problem that's worthy of your fly leaf that is worthy God is going to bless you who you are God is going to bless you for who you are not who you pretend to be oh my goodness I'm telling you when I was writing this stuff down I was just like oh wow in John eight thirty two, it says, The truth will set you free, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So we have to get to the truth. We have to take the mask off. I thought about wearing a mask today, but I decided not to. Didn't want to mess up my hair. <laughs> because we have to take off our mask. Because sometimes the truth is going to set us free. And who is the truth? He is the truth. He is the truth. What do we do, what do you have in your life that needs to be released? Kurt, can you help me? In the box. Can't, do you need help? (laughs) Delaney, are you watching? All right, we have things that we need to release. We have, go ahead and throw me one of those little balls. We have unforgiveness. I need another one. And we have, oh my gosh, offenses. Right? Throw me one more. Sometimes we have borrowed offenses. Shout out to who? Vic Porter. Look him up. Vic Porter Ministries. If you don't know who I'm talking about. You need to get the book, Borrowed Offenses. And you know what? We get these things in our life. You can sit down by the box. No, no, no. You have to stay here because you're going to be here for the rest of the time because I'm going to look at you here in just a minute. And, ooh, well, yeah. We have unforgiveness. What has happened in your past can paralyze you in your presence. Has anybody ever been paralyzed? It's, okay. Is anyone paralyzed today? Don't, you can raise your hand if you want because we can get you set free today. We live in a fallen world, and guess what? There's a lot of craziness out there. And sometimes that craziness can get into our lives, whether we want it to or not. But God wants to take those ashes, the ashes of your past, and do What? Turn them into beauty. Y'all know the scripture. Isaiah 61 and 3. In uh, in 1 Peter 5, 7, I'm going to read it to you in different translations. The first one is, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. That's the New Living Translation. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. In the New King James, it says, cast all your cares Upon him, for he cares for you. You know me, I'm the God Word girl here. The God Word translation says, Turn all your anxiety over to God because he cares for you. But what does he care about? He cares about everything in our life, whether it's that unforgiveness, that brokenness, that bitterness. See, see me that spiky ball. That spiky ball. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, that's all right, because you know what we're going to do? We're going to chase it down, because we want to hold on to that one. He's extra special. I'm going to keep that one real close to my heart, because we're going to hold on to him. All right. I think I need another ball or two. Oh, see? That, uh, that person that you work with that is just... Oh, that person. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all, when I said, oh, that face popped up in your f- mind, you got a picture of them, what are they doing? They're stealing your joy. I gotta, I gotta turn my page here. You know, uh-oh. In Galatians 5.22, it says, but the spiritual nature produces love, joy, peace, patience kindness goodness and faithfulness everybody what is that the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness okay so what is love what's the opposite of love hate animosity and hard feelings oh my goodness I got one of them right there you see that Oh my goodness. All right. Sorrow is the opposite of joy. Peace, what's the opposite of that? An- well, thank you, you can still throw them at me. Anxiety, fear, I'm gonna hold on to that one because I like, I, I like that, I, you know, because I'm not in peace. I have, I'm anxiety, I'm anxious about things. Impatience. No, come back here. Impatience. That person that's taking your impatience away. Uh oh. Gotta get him back. There's my fear and anxiety. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, whoa. Hey, hey, oh, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Just just a minute. I gotta catch these. These are my, uh, you know, malice. Resentment, because I don't have kindness. If I had kindness, I wouldn't have malice and resentment. Evilness, dishonority, goodness, the opposite of the goodness. I like this one. Evilness, dishonesty, and scumbaggery. <laughs> Wait, I, I like that scumbaggery guy. I got him. All right. It's harder to do what's easy when you are holding on to things that we're not meant to carry. You know what? It's hard to do those things. In the... uh, out of breath from catching all these. Because sometimes it wears us out, doesn't it? Ecclesiastes 3 and 6 says, cast away. In the King James it says, a time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. In the NLT, it says a time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. Oh, wait. wait that's that big guy. Oh, wait. In uh, the New King James, it says a time to keep and a time to throw away. First Peter 5 and 7 says, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. In the NLT, it says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. What happens when you carry what you were not meant to carry? You get overwhelmed. You can't function in life. I don't know what I'm going to do here. No, 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 no. It's harder to do what's easy when you are holding things that you are not meant to carry ephesians four thirty one through thirty two Paul has a past. Okay, does everybody here have a past? Raise your hand if you have a past. If you didn't raise your hand, you're a liar because y'all y'all got a past. Sometimes our past is present. Sometimes we don't let it go, and our past is in our presence, isn't it? In uh ephesians four and thirty one it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage. Oh, wait, wait. I got that one. Okay, 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 okay. Bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all type of evil behavior. Like, like bitterness. Come back here. I don't want to get rid of you. I like you. Hold on to to you. You've been my friend for a long, long time. Bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander. And then Paul goes on to say, as well as all types of evil behavior. Like those weren't evil enough already. Instead, be kind to each other. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another. If you, have ha- if you have had or have a spouse, now if your spouse is this person, don't elbow him unless you really want to knock him out into the floor that tore you down more than he built you up. You need to forgive him. Now's the time that little league coach that convinced you that you will never be good enough, it's time to forgive him. It's time to let that one go. I think I'll let that one go because I didn't like, my little bit league coach was my sister-in-law and I love her, so I'm not going to hold on to that. God wants to send you good things and some grace. That would be the big ones. But you know what happens whenever God sends you that wants to send, throw it to me. He, one of them, I can't do both of them. No, okay. Not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one, not, not now. Just one. I need one of these goodnesses. But I'm going to hold on to this other stuff. But I've got to have this goodness because sometimes in all of our mess up in life, I need that other little orange, the green, the gold one. Sometimes in all of our little mess up in life, God sends us goodness. Goodness. He sends us, he sends that man to us after we've been divorced. That's really good to us. But I'm not letting go of this guy because he was my first one and I'm holding on to him. I'm gonna keep him for a while in my mind. But God sent goodness to us and it's really, really awkward because we're holding on to both, what? The goodness and the not so good stuff. And what did it tell us to do? It told us to let it go. Release. Release is God's Oh yeah. Yeah. This this is the this is the one right here. Oh wait, I can't catch that one. That's that little little bitty guy. Okay, okay. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I want that one though. That's that little bitty guy. You know what what is the scripture that I didn't write this down? Oh my gosh. I gotta get the hold of this one and this one and I'm so sorry because I'm moving and I didn't I'm so sorry I got out of frame there but I, I got a hold of this guy I got to hold on to these because oh, I don't want to look too foolish but you know oh no okay We're going to get them all. We're going to get them all back because I don't, I don't want to let go. Release is God's desire, but it's my decision. I ain't ready to decide that yet. I have to get that one back to Oh, Let me chase you all over the place. I will chase you to the ends of the earth. I'm going to hold on to you. In Hebrews 12.1, It says, therefore, since we are surrounded, short of breath, I have got to get on the treadmill more. We are surrounded by such a crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. I have to get a drink. Thanks. Oh my gosh, I'm so out of shape. What you think you're holding is actually holding you. What you are holding onto has become a defense mechanism. You have, that have become prison walls. That hurt, that you built a little shell around your heart. You closed out others. It's harder for you to love somebody. I'm holding things that hinder me from being my best this is what our soul looks like. This mess right here, that's what our soul looks like. But see, we still got this goodness in here and all this other stuff. In 2 Corinthians eleven, sixteen through 33, this is Paul's life. Y'all know who Paul is. He wrote most of the Bible, right? Isn't that what they say? Again, I say, don't think I am a fool to talk like this. But even if I do, listen to me. As you would to a foolish person. While I also boast a little. Such boasting is not from the Lord. But I am acting like a fool. So, you know, Paul did it too. We do it, he does it. And since others boast about their human achievements, I will too. After all, you think we are, you think you are so wise. But you enjoy putting up with fools. You put up with it when someone enslaves you, takes everything you have, takes advantage of you, takes control of everything, and slaps you in the face. This is Paul. He's writing to the Corinthians. I'm ashamed to say that we've been too weak to do that, but whatever they dare to boast about, I'm talking like a fool again, I dare to boast about it too. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? So am I. I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more. I have worked harder, been put in prison more often, been whipped times without number, and faced death again and again. Five different times, the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Jesus received 39 lashes. Y'all seen the movie, whenever he, The Passion of the Christ, after he got those lashes, what he looked like? Paul got it five times. Can you imagine? And 39 was the point where they stopped. Oh, there's my little friend. Rolled over there. 39 times is when they stopped They didn't want to kill Jesus that way. Paul got it five times. Three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked, once I spent a whole night and day adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys, I have faced danger from rivers and from robbers, I have faced danger from my own people the Jews, as well as from the Gentiles. I have faced danger in the cities and in the deserts and on the sea, and I have faced danger from men who came to be believers but are not. I have worked hard and long during many sleepless nights. I have been hungry and thirsty and have gone without food. I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then, besides all this, I have the daily burden of concern for my churches for all the churches. Who is weak without my feeling, that weakness? Who is led astray? I do not burn with anger. If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, who is worthy of eternal praise, knows I am not lying. When I was in Damascus, the governor under King Aretas kept me guards at the gate to catch me. I had to be lowered in a basket through a window in the city wall to escape from him. In Philippians 3.12, it says, I don't, know, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I already reached perfection, but I press on to, the, to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing— Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Paul had a past. Y'all ain't killed anybody. Y'all haven't tortured people. You haven't slain many Christians for their beliefs. He had a past. He had a bad past. And God forgave him. He forgave him, and he let it all go. The formula to forgetting is fixed focus on Jesus. We have to let it go. I know that, uh, I know, I know y'all don't know this, but I have a two-year-old granddaughter, and she's the most wonderful thing. I'm so sorry because y'all, you know, yours is just not perfect like mine the most beautiful and perfect and all that. I'm sorry. I had, somebody had to tell you. It had to be me. Don't get offended. Like, is that this one right here? Don't get offended. That, this one right here. Because we've got to keep some of this goodness in us. I've got to get me some of that goodness back. And her, one of her favorite movies when she was littler was Frozen. So we got to be like Elsa. We've got to let it go. But when we let it go... We let go of the goodness, too, because you know what? That's over. Sometimes that is over. That goodness that he gave us, he wants to give us more. But he can't because we're too busy doing this. Oh, i got to get this one, and i got to pick up this one, and i gotta, I got to hold on to these. I'm going to remember this goodness, but it's not, you know, it's not fresh. He wants to be fresh in our lives. Look straight ahead, in Proverbs, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. How are we going to do that? Isaiah says, you have, Isaiah didn't say this, says you have been holding on to the pain, the offense, and the few good things but you have to let it all go so that you can get the good you can get the God thing. Not just a good thing. I got a good thing here. You know what? I got healed. My back was healed. I got a good thing. When my back was healed, that was a good thing. I mean I'm telling you what, I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand without being in pain. Y'all been there. Floyd got the good thing. That tumor around his aorta, he got the good thing but we want to stay and we want to be in his presence. Isaiah 43 says, I am the Lord your holy one, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses, I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. That's the good stuff that he's saying, forget. He, it is nothing compared to what I am going to do. Isaiah 43, he says, I did good. I sent you good stuff. But forget all that, for I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you see it? So we have to let it go. I will make a pathway through the wilderness, and I will create rivers in the wasteland. Tell me the big white one. He wants to be... This is God. He wants to be our armor bearer. This is the, the God thing, not the good thing, like the little orange and or gold and red ball. Not that He'd, he'll continue to do the good things but we want him to be doing the God things and now dear brothers and sisters one final thing fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me everything you heard from me and saw me doing then the God of peace will be with you this is God. Throw some balls at me. Mike, go ahead and throw some balls at me. But you see what happens whenever we have God in there? He's taken the He's taken it. We're not taking it. You see these marks? Those are the things the He was hit with. But we're not hit because we've got the God thing happening in our lives. One more. Is that not just amazing when we think about His goodness? The God, I want the God thing in my life. I like the goodness. I like being healed. I want the God things in my life. I want to be able to have Him ever present, ever before me, standing between me and what the devil is wanting to throw at me because I don't want to be hit by those. And you can see my... My big ball here, it has the scars. You know, that's the 39 stripes of the healing. He already gave it to us, it's already there. That's the blessing. That's the continual blessing of God. And we have to have Him in our life. We have to have Him being our armor bearer, protecting us from those fiery darts and all. We got to let it go. We have to let it go. That's where we're at today. We have to just let it go. We have to let go and let God be the God he wants to be in our lives. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm done. You guys, are you willing and ready to release, to let it go, to be the one that God wants us to be? Not hold on to that What were those anger and bitterness and offense? Oh my goodness! And don't borrow somebody's offense. I'm not you know you did that to Kurt. Well, by golly, I'm mad at you too. I don't need to be. I don't need to hold on to that. I need to let go of all of those things in my life that are hindering me from receiving the God thing because I I'm, I'm I'm a Christian. I got the good things. We're the, we're Christians. Get back over here. We got the good things in our life. We got healing. It's ours to receive. I just have to receive it. It's we got everything, but the God thing is moving before us in every step of the way. What was that one? I'm going back on my notes. I probably could have Alicia write, tell me because she probably wrote it down. It's hard to, harder to do what's easy when you are holding things that are not, you're not meant to carry. Amen. All right. I'm going to pray because y'all are my family. Y'all are our people. You're our people and we are so thankful that you are with us, but as we're moving, Dean and I—I I mean, he—he he talked about it last week. One of the things that you know that had come up, and he, he turned around to me. I was like, "Honey, I don't know how we're going to do that, but it's none of my business." Did God tell us to do this? He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Not my problem." I'm sorry. I really. I'm in that place in my life that that really is not my problem. I will have patience, the joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness. I'm going to work on that fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to hold on to that fruit of the Spirit because it's not my problem. It's God's. And you know what? He owns the cattle and hills. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He owns all the cattle and he owns all the hills too. It's just gonna be. So let's let's all get to that place. I'm not saying that y'all aren't there, okay? I'm just let's be str- clear. Y'all are there. Just saying. I know y'all are there. But we're gonna have to be a light. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm gonna let it shine. Y'all know this song. That's what we're gonna do. We're going to let God be the, the God thing. We're going to let him do the God things in our life. All right. Father, we are so thankful to be in the house today. We are so thankful that you are our Father, that you are the one that wants to do the God things in our life. We are so thankful for you. Father, our, my prayer today is that the hearts that are broken here today, Lord, that are holding on to those past hurts, those past offenses. Father, those past disappointments, Lord. We let it go. I have got to let go of Debbie, ruining my life as a six, seven-year-old, because it did carry over into my adult life. The rejection carried over into my adult life, and... Father, I am letting it go. I have let it go and I gave it to you. I forgive her, Father. I forgive her because she didn't, she didn't know what she was doing. Father, our children that are not in our court today, they're not at our ball game. They have decided to hold a fence at our, the way we raised them. Father, we did the best we could. And, Father, I pray that you put forgiveness in their heart, and I forgive them for being the way they're acting right now. Father, this is our prayer today. And I just thank you so much for that doctor who gave us the word of unhealing, that gave us the word of death. Father, we forgive him. He's just doing his job. He doesn't know you He doesn't know that you are the God that heals me. He doesn't know that you are my strength. And Father, I thank you right now for total healing. Healing in my body is a good thing. Health in my life is a God thing. And I thank you right now for the God thing. I thank you that I am walking in health. Father, and I am so thankful for you because you are our everything. And God, I am just so thankful. Father, for those who don't know you, who haven't asked you to come into their hearts, Father, that my prayer today is that you touch their hearts. You move on them. You let them know how much you love them. That it doesn't matter how much hurts in their life, you can fix that. You can change that. And God, I am so thankful for you because you are the only one who can do that. Buddha can't do that. The others can't do that. And Father, you, Jehovah God, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh. We learned that the last couple of weeks. And Father, you are our Jehovah. You are the God who heals us. You are the God who is ever-present. And we are so thankful to you, Lord. And Father, just move today in their lives. Move today in our lives. We love you and we are so thankful. And everybody who is happy to be in the house of the Lord today, who is wanting a God thing in their life, says amen. All right. You're dismissed.